Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to the Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun, weak kick-starting hit of sport for Monday the 28th of February. Today, a Pakistan homecoming for the Aussie Test side, the Vixens show the netball world that they're out for redemption in 2022, and a boomer robbed of his Olympic glory. But first... Okay, let's be clear. What's going on in the Ukraine at the moment is far bigger than any sports story. Oh, no shit, Sherlock. But there have been sporting repercussions of Russia's invasion of its southern neighbour. What's the damage, young man? Unsurprisingly, high-profile Ukraine and Russian athletes across the globe, from footballers to ice hockey stars, are calling for peace. UEFA, the governing body of European football, has moved the Champions League final, which was meant to be played in St. Petersburg in late May, to Saint-Denis in France. And Formula One has cancelled the Russian Grand Prix. Whenever a kid was mean, I would take away one of his toys. But perhaps the most noteworthy outcome involves the ownership of one of the most valuable sporting organisations in the world. Chelsea Football Club Champions of Europe! Chelsea FC owned since 2003 by Russian billionaire Roman Abramovich, is now officially out of Russian control. The club has enjoyed unprecedented success as a direct result of the millions Abramovich has been able to pour into the club, resulting in five Premier League titles and two Champions League crowns. But Abramovich has sensed that Russian billionaires aren't exactly the flavour of the month. It's no joke. You, know, you gotta, you got to keep a low profile. So he has ceded control and stewardship of the club to the Chelsea Foundation, the charitable arm of the football club. Abramovich hasn't given up his ownership of the club, which is valued in excess of $2 billion, but he is wisely taking a back seat as his homeland wages the most unpopular of wars. From war crimes to local crimes. On Saturday night, Boomer star Nathan Sobey was pouring them in for the Brisbane Bullets against the Tasmania Jackjumpers. Sobey's foul taking the three. Adams picks up his second personal chance at a four-point play. Sobey's 14 points would help the Bullets to an eight-point win. But when he got home... Yes, Sobey had been robbed. And they took something that very few Australian basketballers have, an Olympic bronze medal. Sobi was part of the Boomer squad that claimed Australia's first ever men's Olympic medal in Tokyo last year, and the medal was stolen, along with other things. The timing of the theft has many believing that it was targeted rather than a random act, as the thieves would have known Sobi would be on the court for the Bullets at the time. I'm telling you, they thought of everything, almost. I like everything to me. The Bullets are urging anyone with information to contact Queensland Police via the Crime Stoppers phone number on 1800 000. And in the meantime, Boomer's assistant and Australian basketball legend Luke Longley had a special message for Sobey. Yeah, mate, we just uh, feel for him. You know, he worked so hard for that and it's not worth anything. Bronze means everything to Sobey. So you still got your medal, mate, even if you don't have your medal. The Melbourne Vixens are on their way up. Started from the bottom, now we're here. After finishing bottom of the Suncorp Super Netball ladder last season, winning just twice for the entire season, the Vixens have shown the league that they are ready to begin the climb back to netball relevancy in 2022. Samerson for the power shot, the super shot. And she makes it. The Vixens triumphed in the final of the pre-season Team Girls Cup over the West Coast Fever, winning 45-43 and showing that with Diamonds captain Liz Watson back on court after she missed all of last season with a foot injury, the Vixens will be a force to be reckoned with in 2022. The last time the Australian Test team toured Pakistan, John Howard was our Prime Minister, Teletubbies had just premiered on the ABC and the number one song on the ARIA charts was... 
But finally, our boys are back on Pakistani soil and Captain Pat Cummins has shared some of the creature comforts the team has brought with them for the tour. People are already setting up coffee machines and playstations and cards and all, all little things that they've packed to, um, to make an enjoyable time. Coffee machines, playstations and cards. Answer this question. Are you a virgin? Regardless of the nerdy hotel setup, the Aussies are set to rip in this Friday when the first test kicks off and Captain Pat has given his prediction of who will partner David Warner to open the innings for the Aussies. Usman's the, the incumbent, so um, I think he'll probably get first crack. And what a homecoming that will be for the Pakistan-born Khawaja, who prior to Christmas wasn't even close to being in Australia's best 11. But after scoring two centuries in the fourth Ashes test at the SCG, Khawaja could be about to complete a cricketing fairy tale. And that is your Fast Bun Hit of Sport for Monday the 28th of February. If you're listening on Spotify, make sure you're pressing the little plus button next to the Scorecard podcast so that you never miss an episode. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on the Scorecard. Listener.